Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of our brand new podcast called Crowdfunding Queens. <laughs> we'll be covering successful crowdfunding campaigns that we can all learn from. I'm Allison, and today with us is my roommate, Janessa. Hi, everyone. My name is Janessa. I'm, I'm Allison's roommate. <laughs> um, great. So let's jump right into it. So the first crowd cam- crowdfunding campaign I chose for us to look at today is um, Enjoy the Wood. Oh, interesting name. <laughs> You'll never forget it. Um, so this one is a Ukrainian-based company that was started by a family in 2014. And they started making smaller wooden items like beard combs, rolling pins, and home decor. So what's a beard comb? You kinda, you just comb your beard with it. I, I don't have a beard, so I can't <laughs> tell you much about it. Not in my experience. Um, so after the political turmoil and um, large changes in Ukraine uh, in 2014... Igor Fostico, um, the founder of Enjoy the Wood, also felt like his life needed a change and started woodworking. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. So in 2016, they started producing cork and wooden um, world maps, often like those you'd see on Pinterest or Etsy these days. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. um, but unfortunately, they only sold 200 maps in the first year. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. So in 2018, they started a Kickstarter campaign as a marketing tool and a way to improve maps they'd already started selling. Oh, wow. Matthew. Um, pretty well. Uh, so the original maps they were selling were pretty plain. If you creep back to their Instagram, back to like 2016 at Enjoy the Wood. <laughs> um, but the Kickstarter campaign ran from March to April in 2018, and they originally originally only asked for fifteen thousand dollars, but ended up with a hundred thousand dollars from six hundred fifty five backers. Oh wow! Yeah, so uh, well above and beyond. Yeah. Uh-huh. Person donating money really was given. <laughs> <laughs> I can move on to that comment. Um, their campaign is really the interesting part of the story, though, uh, because they spent a lot of money on professionally made videos. Oh, really? Yeah, um, that would show you where you can put the maps, how you can add accessories like pins and stuff to document your travels, and how to install the maps because the um, countries are individual pieces. Also, kind of like a puzzle. A little bit, but a puzzle on the wall. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they use their Instagram account as a little bit of a behind-scenes look at some of the, the videos they shot. Yeah. And then they also featured um, these videos on their Twitter and Instagram accounts, of course. And then they also have a YouTube channel that they would use to promote their campaign. Interesting. The best part is, though, they created an app, so you could project their map on your wall in your house and see what size would fit the best. Oh, wow. Yeah, and what color would work for your space. Oh, wow. Uh I haven't seen very many campaigns do that, um, which I think everybody should. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think that'd be perfect for everything, like a couch, kitchen table, you name it, you can project it. Yeah, I mean, they might have those, we just don't look at them. (laughs) We don't buy furniture. (laughs) Maybe like plants. <laughs> um. So surprising is that they didn't even start selling their maps into in the Ukraine until recently. Oh really? Yeah. So where did they sell them? Well, they mainly sold to the U.S. and the European Union to start because their maps can cost about fifty dollars to up to four hundred. Oh, yeah. And so they thought Ukrainians wouldn't value the quality as much. Um. They also sell in Canada. Um. But yeah, they felt that with the economy in Ukraine it wasn't worth their time to market towards them. So they mostly focused on families, homeowners, those that really like to travel. Um, and 
the map could be used for an office, a blank wall that needs a statement piece, a fun project in your kid's room. Yeah. So a very versatile piece of art. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. So obviously ex they exceeded their funding goals significantly. Um, and they closed the original Kickstarter campaign um, for the first 3D wooden world map, um, which is kind of unfortunate because I would have liked to look into that specific campaign more. Mm -hmm. But this is where it gets interesting from a business perspective is that every time they want to launch a new product, mm -hmm. they start a new Kickstarter campaign. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they updated their current world maps um, to 3D luminous world maps, which have different colors. Some of the countries stick out more. Um, so Rocky Mountains would be on Rocky. I don't think, know if they're that advanced yet. Just some have like three ply of wood and some are only two. Just create more interest. Yeah, that is interesting. And then they have also more colors. Um, and the luminous part is LED backing, which you control the color on from the app. Oh, wow. Uh -huh. So then all of these you can also project onto your wall. Yeah to see which one you like the best. So this current campaign started in about 2019 on Kickstarter. Um, Kickstarter unfortunately did not show me their original goal, um, but they're currently at $533,000 uh -huh, from 100 or 1,085, sorry. <laughs> Numbers are hard for accounting majors, huh? 1,851 backers. So, but even from the first, campaign like they're not getting that many backers but they are getting a lot of money like those people are donating yeah so if you want high quality wooden products you're gonna have to willing be willing to put up the money kind of thing um and it seems like this is setting close to home for the u.s and canada and their european union market which is why they picked those regions everybody loves having maps in their houses exactly it makes us all feel cultured exactly. even uh -huh. wooden pieces have became so popular well because they make it feel warm Mm -hmm. yeah. And I've even noticed they have several other Kickstarter campaigns for other products they want to release or they want more uh, attention on. Mm -hmm. So they also make these really cool, uh, very thin wooden cookbooks. Mm -hmm. And so they're, you can get them custom engraved with whatever you want to say. Okay. Yeah. And it's like a full binder cookbook, but made out of wood. So like the pages are wood? No, the pages are paper. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like the outside, yeah. like the binder. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Exactly. That'd be beautiful just sitting on the counter. Uh huh. And with your name engraved in it. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. So obviously they were quite successful in their last couple of Kickstarter campaigns, but why were they this successful? Um, one of their main sources of success on Kickstarter is their engagement with their um their current and future backers. Mm -hmm. So I scrolled back on their current campaign that's still up on Kickstarter, all the way back to when it started. Mm -hmm. And they've practically answered almost every single comment. Oh, wow. And there's over a thousand on there. Oh, mm -hmm. Their marketing people are really on it. Yeah, and they seem just very genuine, which I think people enjoy. And they're also very open to feedback and ideas from consumers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so their original maps came with um, little paper airplane push pins, mm -hmm. but people um, didn't want to, push a pin into their very nice wooden map so they made the new ones magnetic and then now you can have magnets and you can hang up your photos oh that is so cool they have also like little eiffel tower magnets and like different things they have um little airplanes that you can also stick in or like sailboats in between oh, the countries yeah. on the map to like make it more personable yeah. mm -hmm. 
Um, so that seems to be one of their main strengths on Kickstarter is they respond to every comment. They're willing to take feedback and they're willing to upgrade their products for the consumer market, which we see a lot of companies are not willing to do these days. That's mm -hmm. super important even as a consumer. Like I want someone to take my feedback and do something about it. Exactly. Um, so something that personally doesn't work for me as a consumer um, is their website, unfortunately. So they have a lot of older products on Instagram, like I mentioned, the beard combs and the rolling pins um, that are still on their Instagram account because they haven't deleted a single photo since they made Instagram in 2016. Um, but they no longer list those products on their website. Uh, and, a little misleading. I'd yeah, say. and some of them are still really nice. Mm -hmm. um, and they might still list them on their Etsy page, which they used to run by. Um, but I didn't bother to look at their Etsy because I'd prefer to buy from their website. Exactly. Go directly to the source. The other thing that bothers me is when you're on their homepage of the website, you know how sometimes there's like a little button for the tab and the side menu pops up? Oh, and then you can go to the different categories. Mm -hmm. As soon as you pick a category to shop, and you're looking at all their pretty maps. If you try to go back to that side tab yep. um, where everything pops up, the button no longer works. Oh. So you have to go back to the home page just to click the side tab again. Oh, yeah. So it's like it's a little bit nitpicky of me, but as a consumer, if I want to trust the company, like I want to trust them because they look so wholesome, family friendly, like family made business, um, I expect their website to work. Even if it's not a company like Lululemon American. Mm -hmm. You don't know if they're trustworthy, and if they have little glitches in their website, then you're not necessarily going to trust them. Exactly, and it's shipping from the Ukraine, which seem to be some of the comments on Kickstarter's issue, um, like can, like backers had with their initial campaign. Um, as I read through the comments, because some of the first backers on Kickstarter, when they got their maps delivered, they had to pay a significant amount in shipping because it's coming for all, for all the way from Ukraine. Um, but now, because they're a little bit more established, they got a current pretty good deal with FedEx for shipping things. And so I saw a couple comments where people weren't pleased that now maps go on sale and the shipping is cheaper. And if they'd waited and they didn't back the campaign, they would have gotten exactly what they wanted cheaper. Yeah, I guess it's kind of just a risk. With, I think, yeah, that's yeah. a part of a growing organization. Mm -hmm. And they were on the first to get their fancy new LED, world's first 3D luminous wooden map. Um, so, way life goes. Unfortunately, I know we would both love to look at financial data, <laughs> uh, just because of who we are. And I would love to see their sales of their older wooden maps compared to their new ones, but because they aren't a publicly traded company, none of that's available, unfortunately. Um, Maybe in the future, though, if they continue growing at this speed, they'll become a publicly traded company and they can have access to those Hopefully. Things. I would enjoy to follow their campaign and kind of see... Um, because I've done a lot of research on this, and I can't find any data for how many sales they actually have uh, outside of the Kickstarter campaigns, mm -hmm. which would be really interesting to look at to like kind of value their current success outside of Kickstarter. Um, but clearly, they're doing pretty good because they're just celebrating their seventh year anniversary. Oh, wow. mm -hmm. And is it seven years is when kind of companies make it or break it? I'm not sure on that it's one. It's like five to seven years is when companies will start to make profit if they're successful or go bankrupt. Interesting. And that's, that's a, such an interesting thing about their Kickstarter campaigns is that they never had, I'm not sure on this one, but if you don't have to take on as much debt yeah. because they got funded by the Kickstarter campaigns, which was basically an advance mm -hmm. kind of thing, um, by the consumers, 
and then they just got to work on these products, release them mm -hmm. uh, in a timely manner, yep. and then they didn't have to add on that extra debt with interest mm -hmm. and loans and have that financial constraint. Yeah, exactly. That's a good um, way to take as a starting business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so thank you very much for listening to our first episode of Crowdfunding Queens. We hope you enjoyed it. I did. Thank you for having me. Yeah, um, so unfortunately, there will be no more episodes of this podcast. First and only guest, I like it. <laughs> you're very special. Yeah. Or you're the first person I saw. <laughs> Um, I'll take it, I'm special. <laughs> so there will be everything linked, um, all the sources I mentioned, um, their Instagram page uh, below, so you can fact check all of that, but thank you so much for listening. Where can I find one? Oh, a map? Yeah, if I want to buy a map. Oh, enjoythewood.com. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they really just stuck with that <laughs> name, hammered down it. <laughs> but thank you so much for your time, and I hope you enjoyed our presentation. Thank you.